Welcome to Step Up and Thrive, where you get quick and easy tips on business management, productivity, stress management, work-life balance and marketing. I am Tuli Baxi, personal development coach, and my task here is to introduce you to various ways to succeed in business while keeping the sanity. Today we are speaking about an ideal client, and my guest today is Clara Capano. Clara Capano is a speaker, trainer, coach, and best-selling author. She is the owner of Sensepire Consulting and is passionate about helping female entrepreneurs find harmony in their business and life. Welcome, Clara. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here with you. I usually always ask about everybody's journey. And can you share your journey to entrepreneurship and coaching? Absolutely. So my journey was similar to several where it had many twists and turns along the way. I grew up and in looking back now, I was in a family of entrepreneurs, but never really saw it that way. And growing up, I always felt I needed to take the safe route. So after college, I got you know the job and went on my path in career and went into management, which was all fantastic. But it was really after my son was born that I realized I was missing out. I didn't have the flexibility that I wanted. And I knew that I could give more and serve on a more global level than I was able to do in my corporate job. So that is when I started diving in to looking at how I could really serve and also be authentic to myself. And that's when I sort of was uh, attracted to the coaching. In 2004 is when I got my first coaching certification. And then from there, I have two others. And I joined forces with a company called Ninja Selling, which works with a lot of real estate professionals, because that was the field that I was in. And it really allowed me to hone my skills as a coach and a trainer, and has just been able to blossom since there. And it was scary and challenging at first, but really, once you start to get your voice down and you get your system down, you find that the right clients are starting to come your way because you're attracting the right people in with your message. And it just started to grow from there. And it took me about six months to really build a core following. And it's been amazing. And now looking back, you know, almost 10 years, a little bit more than 10 years, I would never consider doing anything else. And I just I love what I do. I'm so happy to speak with entrepreneur who loves what they are doing. Mm-hmm. I would. If I won the lottery, I would still do what I'm doing. I might change a few things and do more training classes in, in Fiji or the Maldives or something like that. But I, I love what I do each and every day. I really just enjoy every aspect of what I do. That's so great. I know that a few years ago, you wrote a book, Find Your Focus, 52 Weeks of Clarity. And this is a workbook consisting of 52 journal exercises. What kind of changes can we expect after we have completed all of them? I love it. I love this book. This book really came from my heart space. I do a weekly blog. And so this sort of came together and I brought in a compilation of my blogs. And the idea is 
you would read one entry at the beginning of the week and then journal about how you can take the messages from that entry and bring it into your world. So it's not just for business. It can be for both your business and your life. And I think some of the changes that you can really expect is it's going to allow you to get more focus. And when I talk about focus, it's not just sitting down and having focus for 10 or 15 minutes. It's also the focus on the vision that you have for where you want your life and your business to go to. So, you know, it's a play on my word, my name with the the name Clara and the idea of 52 weeks of clarity, because what we know is that when people are confused, they don't go forward. And the more clear you can get on what your purpose is, what's really important to you, what are the things that need to be a priority? That's when you can start to make the positive changes going forward and feel more confident about what you're doing. So the whole idea is to just help you get focused on the directions that you need to take, get focused on what truly needs to be a priority. What are some of the things that you need to do consistently? And what are the things that you need to hold most sacred in your world? So you are clear, you're confident, and you feel good about taking the direction you need to go. And as you mentioned about having clarity, uh, what can we do to have clarity about the business in general or actually the clients our business is directed to? Yeah, and it is so important to start understanding who your ideal client is. And this was a, a huge lesson that I learned. And it was a very painful lesson in getting there. Because I think as we get into our business, especially as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mompreneurs, whatever you call yourself, we have this idea that we want to help everybody. And people come to us and we we don't want to say no, because early on in our careers, when we're starting out, you know, we have a bit of a scarcity mindset, you know, it's about living and bringing in money and how are we going to stay afloat and creating our place. And so we tend to try to help everybody, which doesn't always work out. So one of the things that you really need to get clear on is who is your ideal client? It's really starting to think about what is your message and who can your message really serve? You know, what are you really great at and how can you help that niche market? So for me, my niche market tends to be women in business and even more specifically working moms, you know, because that's what I am. And what I learned is in being a working mom, there are so many different, you know, challenges and obstacles that we have to maneuver each and every day. And there's a lot of guilt and shame that comes with it. And being that I lived it and have found some successful tools and strategies to get through it, I can really connect with those women on on a deeper level. So a lot of my trainings, a lot of my talks really are in working with those working moms because I've been there. I know what they're going through. It's not that I can't help men. I still can. It's just that's not my ideal client. So you need to start thinking about, you know, who is your ideal client? What is their greatest challenge? And how is it that you, through your system, your process, your tools, your strategies, how can you help be the solution to their greatest tool? And the idea is when you come from a mindset of abundance versus scarcity, there really is enough people out there that we can help. You know, I don't need to help everybody. I need to do a great job with the ones that I know I can really make the biggest impact with. And there's somebody else that is going to be fantastic and be able to make impact in the areas that I'm not 
that's fantastic at. So you have this idea that when you get clear, you don't have to help everybody. You need to be world-class in your area and not have the fear because when you really stand in your truth, your authenticity, your message, the right people will come to you. And that's how you're all going to grow because it's not just about me and my message. It's about the transformation that I can bring to all women in business and then how we all grow stronger together. And how you actually get that information, who is this ideal client? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time and you've got to really sit with yourself. I mean, there's certainly, you know, classes you can take and designations you can work on. There is, you know, a model out there called the archetype model where you can go through it and really start to define it. So you can certainly work with those. For me, it was a lot of journaling. It was really a lot of introspection for me, getting into a dream state in the training that I do with Ninja Seller. We, Ninja Selling, we talk a lot about the magic wand, if you could wave your magic wand, what would this look like? So I would sit back and say, if I could wave my magic wand and only work with, you know, who I really want to work with, who would that person be? And so getting into a dream state and just sort of journaling to see who do you feel you can connect with based upon your skill sets, based upon what you are great at, who do you feel can best benefit from that message and from the tools that you bring. And you just start to narrow it down and narrow it down. You know, the 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 big story that I always take is with Southwest Airlines. And Southwest Airlines, you know, they got really clear that they wanted to focus on working with the vacation traveler. And this was in the 1970s in America, where, you know, not as much flight time, most most flight time was done for business. So they decided they would be a big fish in a very small pond. But till this day, that's their mottos are exactly the same. Even though now they dominate the business travel, they got clear on who their ideal client was and built their platform around that. So I think, you know, you've just got to start really asking yourself, who is it you want to be? Who is it you want to become? Who is it that you really want to serve? You know, even when I was in real estate, and one of the things that I teach a lot of the realtors that I work with is looking at their ideal clients. So for me, if I were to go and sell real estate today, you know, I'm 49 years old. My ideal and my sphere of influence, you know, is very different than a sphere of influence that is in their 20s and the things that they need and the challenges that they face. So I think, again, it's really looking at when you start identifying who it is you want to connect with. What are the challenges that they have and how can you best serve them? So you really start thinking about who is it you need to become to be able to be the answer to their challenges. That's how you start to hone in and you can narrow it and narrow it and narrow it. And it's something that doesn't happen overnight. You know, you can narrow it from based upon industry. I want to work with people only in this industry. You know, there's some coaches that only work with, you know, realtors or lenders or insurance agents or financial planners. There's personal trainers. Then there's personal trainers who work with people that want to be bodybuilders. So, you know, you can kind of start to narrow it down. You know, for me, it started as, you know, working with entrepreneurs. Then I started to narrow it down to women entrepreneurs. Then I started to narrow it down to mompreneurs. So you can see, you know, you can continue to scale it down at different times. And it's just a process that is ongoing. In a way, the scaling down is quite scary because how to get more sales when you don't sell anymore to everybody? 
Right. And that's the scary part. And that's where you have to switch your mindset from the mindset of scarcity to the mindset of abundance. And oftentimes when I have people come to me now, like I, I am more of a business coach. I really help people look at their business as being a CEO. I am not a life coach. So if somebody comes to me and wants help more on the life coaching side, as much as I may want to help them, I know that that is not what I am world class at. So I would not be giving them the best of what they need. So I have my referral partners in different areas and they refer back to me. So the ones that I work with that are life coaches, if somebody comes to them and needs somebody that's more on the business side, they refer them back to me. So when you have this abundance and you know what you're really good at, it's actually easier to market yourself when you have clarity. Because if you just throw out there, I'm a business coach, I'm a life coach, you don't really have specifications around exactly what you're going to do. And it really makes it difficult for the public to know what you're really good at. But when you can stand up and say, I help women in business achieve A, B, and C, then the right people are like, she can help me. So the the fear actually works against you because when you are fearful of missing out on something, you really can't go deeper into who you can serve and you're going to end up going in circles and you're actually not going to connect or resonate with anybody. Even though you're visible with everybody, you're not really going to connect and resonate with anybody. The more that you can get clear on your niche and where you feel you can add value, you may not resonate with as many people, but the resonation is going to go deeper with the right people. Hmm. Yeah, in a way, this is quite logical because if your message is right to those right clients, then they are more easily connecting with you and asking your assistance to their problem. Right. And you have to also think of it in other professions. You know, if you look at somebody that is in the field of law, you know, they don't have necessarily a general practice. They are a specialist in business law, corporate law, criminal law, tort law. Same things with with doctors. You know, you have family practice, you have podiatrists, you have obstetricians, you know, there are these different specialties, even with hairdressers, you know, some hairdressers specialize in working with those that have curly hair, some specialize in men's cuts, some specialize in color. So in all other industries and professions, there is this idea of specialists. So it's what are you choosing to be a specialist in? And when you think of yourself as an expert, as a specialist, You know, it brings in a different level of professionalism and people will seek that out because when they are looking to hire someone, they want the best of the best. And if you just put out there that you're sort of just a general practitioner and not really a specialist, you know, they they might be hesitant to really hire you in helping them get to where they want to go and helping them achieve their dreams because they want someone that's going to be world class and helping them also become world class. So... One way is, or one task is to find this ideal client. Another task is also finding that ideal client. Or should we just trust that when we are out there, they find us? It's it's a little bit of both, um, you know, because when you when you deliver value 
you know, people seek you out. But I do think you have to start thinking about where is my ideal client? So for example, if my ideal client is the working woman, the working mom, I want to seek out women who would invest in coaching and training you know, that would be part of my niche market. So it could be identifying what are some groups, some chamber of commerce groups or women in business groups that I can be a part of because I know that my target audience would be there. I also may want to identify some other strong women in business who would be my ambassadors that would be out there telling others about me in the networking groups that they also flow in. So you can work with that. And then also in your marketing, you've got to be very strategic in your marketing and the message that you put out there so that the right people, if they're looking, they can also find you. You've got to think of it like dating. Yeah, you've got to think of it like dating. You know, if if I want to, you know, meet a certain type of, of person, where would that person be hanging out? You know, I'm dating my client. Where is my client going to be hanging out? And I need to make sure that I am positioning myself and making myself visible where my ideal client is spending their time, is looking for value, is connecting with other people to help them so that I can be visible when they come looking for help. Mm, this is quite, quite funny association. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so now it's time for our quick tip section. And this is something what we do regularly on our podcast. And my question to you is, what is your biggest revelation about an ideal client? My biggest re revelation about an ideal client is you've got to stay the course because it's very easy to step outside. And every time I step outside of my process, every time I try to step out of my niche, because I want to be kind, or maybe I'm in a scarcity mindset because my my numbers of clients are down. It doesn't go the way that it needs to go. So I would say stay in your process, be true to who you are, be true to your ideal client, you know, and, and focus on having an abundant mindset, not a scarcity mindset. So it's abundance, never about scarcity. Correct. Thank you so much. These were so great tips what you shared to us. And if our listeners would like to know more about you and follow you, Clara, where can they do so? I would love to have people follow me. I really love to be a resource. So always know that if you have questions, you know, you need some strategies, just know you can always visit my website. And my company name is Senspire and it's spelled C-E-N-S-P-I-R-E. And what it is, it's all about getting centered and inspired. So I joined the two words together. So it's senspire.com. And I have some tools, I have videos on there. So you can find out some great information there. You can also follow me on Facebook. I'm at Sinspire Consulting. And I am on Instagram as The Entrepreneurial Mom. Thank you. And all the links you'll find also in show notes area. So please check this episode page as well. And actually, you have great gift to our listeners. You have free ebook. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. So you are all welcome to download a, a free ebook. And my ebook title is The Art of Saying No. 
what I have found is saying no is so challenging, whether it's in, you know, looking for your ideal client or getting, you know, tied into things that are outside of what you need to do. You know, we all have a hard time saying no to others, which means we end up saying no to ourselves, our goals and our dreams. So the ebook gives you a few different types of easy strategies that you can start to implement both in your personal life as well as in your business life to help you maintain control and focus over your life, your business and keep you on the path to achieving your goals. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate your tips and and your vision about an ideal client. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I hope you all found value and I look forward to connecting with you all in the future. Come and check all the show notes and transcript at stepupandtrypodcast.com slash six. Thank you for joining Step Up and Thrive with Clara Capana. I'm your host, Dooley Boxy. Tune in next week.